Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to episode 82 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host as always, Nate Wolf. It is good to be back on a beautiful fall evening here in Portland, Oregon. And of course, joined by two of my favorite people, Hydralisk. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome coming at you guys from the greater Vancouver area. It's been not too bad of a day. I'm really glad it's over. I actually snuck out of work a little bit early today so I could jam some Mercs before the show. <laughs> um, so I, I'm stoked. I'm happy. We got a good show tonight. And yeah, just happy to be here. Very cool. And of course, my great friend, Electric Sheep City. How are you doing tonight? Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Meowdy, doing fantastic. Uh, been jamming quite a bit of Mercs today myself uh, on lunch and, you know, in between tasks. So uh, ready to dive into it tonight. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we have a special guest and a special topic for tonight's show. So I'm happy to introduce wild, legendary Hearthstone player, professional internet troll, the man, the myth, the legend. Welcome to the show, Gasu. How are you doing tonight? Doing well. Actually coming to you from St. Louis today because I am in town for a wedding. All right. But from the road. Yeah, from the road. Also known internet troll, Baku enjoyer, (laughs) semi-legend player. (laughs) Very nice. Very, very cool. Well, before we get started, uh, I guess one brief note about tonight's show. Uh, we're talking mercenaries tonight because, frankly, that is all that we've been playing this week. And so, uh, that's right. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> and so, yeah, I know it's been exciting. Now we've had kind of a, a week plus to kind of digest it. Um, really excited to talk to Gasu about this, who I think has been probably anticipating the mode more than most other people. And so that's exciting. And, uh, but before we get into that, um, let's let's talk about you for a minute. If guess if for those people who aren't familiar with you, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, as much or as little as you'd like to share? Um, just your your friendly late twenties wild Hearthstone player. Um, just kind of like hanging out on Discord and Twitter and Twitch, meeting everyone, making friends, playing aggro decks and combo decks into them to piss them off. <laughs> 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 But uh, but like you said, I'm very excited for Mercenaries. Kind of burnt out a bit because my favorite aggro decks kind of got pushed out this past month. I'm a, a proud Bronze 10 wild gamer right now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, that'll, that'll get fixed by the end of the month. But Mercenaries is taking up all my Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Same here, man. And not blame you. How long have you been playing Hearthstone? I started playing Hearthstone in 2015. I actually was introduced to it at the uh, the Dota International Tournament in Seattle. I went to uh, with my friends after I graduated college, and one of my friends, instead of watching the games that you know we all flew to Seattle to watch, was just <laughs> sitting there playing Zoo on his phone the entire time. <laughs> 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 and uh, he eventually got me into it because I played a good amount of Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh before that. And uh, just never really stopped. Was super casual until Baku got rotated, and 
I was a big Odd Rogue fan. Um, Papa Jason's stream, actually, I watched a lot of. That was how I learned how to play Hearthstone. Just watching oh, him play. Papa Jason was awesome. Yeah, so this, you know, way before he was a GM, just uh, learned the fundamentals and then played Baku into Snip Snap for a little bit and uh, kept hitting Legend with it. Nice, nice. Very cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I met you probably through... Like I spent a lot of time in the burnt court and, and uh, like we kept interacting with each other over and over and over. It's great uh, kind of playing together and chatting and everything and learning more about the game. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to, to chat with you and hang out with you tonight. Um, it's a repeat of the late night uh, Hearthstone burnt court sessions. But, <laughs> right, right. You know, in the most toxic place on the internet. <laughs> it's... it's <laughs> Could, probably maybe true <laughs> but you know it's where all my friends happen to be as well so what does that say about me <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> rip oh dear um you play any other any other games or anything you, you had mentioned uh like Yu-Gi-Oh and some other card games um so in terms of games that i have a lot of time in um it's mostly blizzard games really starcraft 2 starcraft brood war Warcraft 3, yeah. uh, Dota in Warcraft 3, and then Dota 2. That's probably my most played game, you know, thousands of hours. And then Smash Bros. Melee. Nice. And then, yeah, so played that, go to tournaments to that. Uh, uh, not as much anymore with COVID, but I mean, I used to go to like some of the majors in the Midwest area. And then, yeah, played a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh! in high school and middle school. Played some Magic in college, and Hearthstone kind of took over everything. <laughs> yep yep it, as it uh, tends to do <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> yeah yeah hey so what is it about wild in particular uh that, that kind of drew you to the format especially as a tcg player um i just liked how you know it's wild like they say wild should be wild every single card is uh playable you know as a Yu-Gi-Oh player they don't really rotate cards they just ban all the broken ones so you can still play your like deck from 10 years ago, I played Black Wings for like five years straight. If anybody played Yu-Gi-Oh! knows who that is. Um, and so I just wanted to play with Baku when it got rotated. That was why I started. And then the standard meta. So was that for was that sad for you and happy for everyone else? Because <laughs> everyone was so happy when getting Baku rotated, right? You're like, no! <laughs> Luckily for me, Rogue still terrorized the wild format for another like year and a half after that. So oh, yeah. it's still having my fun. And it's still viable. It's still viable. You know, you just smack in, what, 27 one-drops and some Volteros and, <laughs> and a Baku and call it a day. Pretty Hinge much. Hinge Clank too. Hinge Clank, you know. <laughs> no, no, not anymore. Hedge Clank no, the deck a lot of the time. Oh, I, yeah, I've seen so, so many of the more recent lists. No more Hench Clan. It's kind of mind-blowing, but so astonishing. it's faster now. You know the the Hearthstone dev that's been posting the um, the like the mercenaries uh, tier list and stuff lately. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I remember. Oh, I saw that odd rogue one. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember him posting not too long ago. I think he, you know, his title on Twitter is like what is Hearthstone data scientist or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he had posted something not too long ago with like top performing decks in Wild. And deck codes for them, and one of them was Odd Rogue, and I was like, "What? Nobody plays that anymore." And this was not long ago, um, and so knowing yeah, like, hey, the months. deck is still viable if you 
just have to smack them in the face. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that uh, that list he posted is that twenty seven one drop list. It's like leper gnomes <laughs> and sinister strikes, and it's this dirty. That's what I Glorious. used when I was uh, trying to hit my one k rogue was was odd rogue. It's just super aggressive. Uh, I think I had got the uh, the list from Martian at the time, but or maybe it was Swagwar or a combination of their lists. Swagwar had one that he was playing not too long ago, but yeah, yeah. Wild, unfortunately, is is a little bit stale at the moment, uh, at least for me. So I, I've been enjoying having something else to keep me occupied. I think um, it actually had, like, Wolf Rider in it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that one might not be. Anything with charge, right? We were, they were running Wolf Rider. It was running the uh, Argent Commander, is it? Argent Horse Rider? The, Argent the, Horse Rider, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean... It's great. I I think over time I am like morphing into this like just dirty aggro player because the games are so much faster and like cool you win you lose but right yeah (laughs) yeah I I was committed early on to the idea of not getting one k warrior with pirate warrior was like trying to do like dead man's hand or Nazoth or Reno or something. And after a while, like there's only so many 30 minute games that you want to play before you want to like rip all your hair out and, um, or uninstall the game. It's like, okay, if I play a 30 minute game and I win, it's like, uh, okay, well, you know, we, we slog through and we got it. Or you play a 30 minute game and you lose, you want to just like throw the computer out the window. I mean, so at least you get rewards track XP. Hey, yeah, there you go. That's true. <laughs> Very true. Anyways. Um, hey, so Gasu, I've got a couple of questions for you before we move on. One, I was wondering if you would be comfortable telling uh, my fine co-hosts here about your job because I find it super fascinating. You don't have to say where you work, but like what you do because it's amazing to me. Definitely. So I am a flavor chemist. So I develop the flavors that are in mostly beverages like Gatorade flavors, uh, flavors mm-hmm. of going smoothies, um, you know, like the plant and chemical, plant extracts and chemicals that essentially go in there that are derived from the fruits to, uh, to concentrate and make it actually taste noticeable. Are you uh, responsible That's for uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I personally am not, but my <laughs> boss did work at Pepsi and did make a few of the Mountain Dew flavors. There you go. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I remember. Oh, Pepsi Blue. I, oh, that's, that's a throwback. <laughs> I remember reading, um, like, I, I went to law school, right? And we, we, we study all this case law, and the, the case law in the books is always the funny cases, so they're memorable. It's, and, mm-hmm. um, there there is always stuff about products um and uh i remember reading one uh, a while back and it was about um it was like i I don't remember the gist of it anymore but you guys remember like crystal clear coke or crystal clear pepsi or whatever it was where it was like it's like taste taste the same but look different Mm -hmm. Uh Uh, that was that was crazy and then recently they came out with orange coke like what is this um all right, all right. It was what you, really good too. What do you think about the machines now, where um, 
like you go to the the restaurant and you put in your cup and they've got the big screen and you can choose like any type of soda and then you click that and then there's any type of syrup that you can pour in like i don't know i love adding lime to coke because back in the day you could actually get coke like coke with lime but not just diet coke regular coke with lime Mm -hmm. you can't get it anymore except in those machines and you know any place they actually like pour um different things like that um but those machines are more ubiquitous than than places that pour syrup in so i'm a big fan of those machines because coke with lime is delicious i always Uh, combine uh cherry and vanilla to to the soda i I enjoy that but so guess who is it a bit of an insult when you see a kid go up to a slurpee machine and just like puts all of them in together and makes like a big swamp water and doesn't appreciate the craft (laughs) is that insulting or i used to think that tasted good that i tried it as an adult and it's disgusting (laughs) as a kid like and i know this is not like pc anymore but we would call it a suicide right where you would go to the go to the machine and just put a little bit of each one. And like, I was cool with it. Like, all right, Coke, diet Coke and root beer. And, and then you get to the orange soda and it starts to get a little bit weird and you get to the Sprite and it gets a little bit weirder. But then if you get, (laughs) then you add like lemonade to it and it's like, Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) And Um, back in the day, they all had high C in them too. Yeah. Oh, but uh, those dear. Coke freestyle machines are very interesting. Uh, I was actually just at Five Guys today eating dinner, and they have it now where you can scan a QR code and it opens up a web page on your phone where you can do the customization and you can hands yeah. free it essentially. Yeah, oh. I was at a, a Wendy's a while back, and because of all the COVID stuff, they're like they had stuff all over the machine. Like, don't touch the machine. Scan this QR code, and I did it for my phone, and it worked just fine. I, I was I was all geared up to be like, oh god, this is gonna take forever, and it was like quick and easy. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. It's quicker, dude. The, the the touch screens never work on those machines. <laughs> you have to push it like three times before it finally registers. Yeah, and then you accidentally <laughs> ordered five cokes <laughs> oh dear hey i i don't know how you said late you 20s yeah yeah do you, okay <laughs> do you recall ecto cooler is that before your time mm. i i have seen it but i have never had it i've just seen pictures online oh ghostbusters honestly same it's uh, uh, uh yeah I'm lower thirties, but same. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm aging myself a little bit, right? But like that was that was the good stuff back then. It was mm-hmm. uh, like a high C flavor, I think, or or one of those juice boxes with Slimer from Ghostbusters on it, and it was like an or it was like a I, I, I don't know fruity type drink that was green. And uh, anyways, <laughs> so hey, we want to reminisce about old soda flavors. Do you guys like Vault? That was my favorite. Can- I'm sorry. What? Volt. Oh, Volt. I'm not familiar. I have not had Volt. It's good. I've had Jolt. I've had Jolt. Yeah. Oh, Jolt is good. And then Seven Up did a uh, a lime forward instead of lemon forward one called DNL, which is just the Seven Up logo upside down. How fun! Do you remember when they had the uh, they had that ad campaign and it was Make Seven up yours i thought that was so funny and it's just so like inappropriate now <laughs> but it's so great and the spot oh the spot was so cool 
they oh, even had there was the, the video game yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say the video game was so cool it's a platformer yeah there was the spot game and then there was the noid from i think from pizza hut right was it that's a very dark story no. i don't know if you know the entire noid story there's in dominoes no. dominoes yeah 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 there's a there's a very dark reason why they stopped using the noid in advertising Oh Is gosh, it? I'm really curious to know the answer. We'll look it up later. We'll look yeah, it up later. Yeah. But because uh, now I want to know. <laughs> Wait, so 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 flavor chemist. This is not just sodas, right? This is like, do you do you do um, like we were talking the other night about like Jelly Bellies, or do you guys do like do you do candles and stuff like that too, or perfumes? I mean, it it all probably is rooted in a, in a similar yeah, place science very wise, right? similar um the like the industry is the perfumer and flavorist industry okay and it's basically any manufactured food product will have like an additional flavor on top even if there's a bunch of fruit in it because you want to make a pop essentially yeah yeah makes sense and then do, so do you guys get to like test them you know like who has to test uh, the worst are the uh, the bamboozled ones, right? The nasty flavor ones. Like, who has to test those? Being boozled. Being yeah. boozled. Yeah. I was telling you yeah, the other night. Somebody like, makes those. Yeah. Whose job is it to test it? Like, they probably bring the intern in. Hey, here, help us test this flavor. <laughs> oh, it's dog food. <laughs> like, jeez. So basically, how it would work with Jelly Belly probably intentionally sent out the briefs. But to these flavor companies saying, we want a dog food flavor. We want a booger flavor. We want grass flavor. And the then grass people have to make them up. Good, Those ones do taste good, actually, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's an episode of Nathan for you. It might be the first episode where he contracts a flavor company for a frozen yogurt shop to make a poop flavor. <laughs> put in frozen yogurt. <laughs> like that promotion. <laughs> Wow. wow. When when I was when I was around like twelve or thirteen, my family got to taste test a bunch of sodas. I don't know what we got out of it, like free plates or cutlery or something, <laughs> but like the, the company had like called us and asked us to taste all these different <laughs> things. It's like mm, sure, we'll take whatever free stuff you have and taste your soda. So I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but it definitely was around like nineteen ninety eight ish. Huh interesting i don't know that stuff is fun i i used to work in uh in newport beach california and my office was right across the street from um the wiener snitchel and it was like the corporate office or, or or was like the i don't know they used it as like a tester office and so when they had new new products like they'd put them there first and then they'd give them away for free all the time and so like i worked at the courthouse we'd walk across the street to the wiener snitchel and they'd be testing a new hot dog or sandwich or whatever like hey you you want one of these for free just you got to fill out a questionnaire after it's like all right this is kind of cool and sometimes it was terrible and sometimes it was pretty good and um hey yeah, some yeah. Uh, recent terrible ones that they've done like just that they handed out to you know college students a lot of the times what i'll do is i'll just set up a, a booth on like the quad and hand out uh you know doritos flavoring mountain dew or craft mac and cheese ice cream. Doritos. <laughs> those, those are Both two of those ones. sound incredible. <laughs> cheese In the worst Mountain possible Dew. way, but incredible. You know, the college campus is like the correct place to do that. But, <laughs> but there's like, Absolutely. there's got to be sample bias because they probably like it. 
Like I see yeah. these like pickle flavored chips and stuff. It's like who would want to eat that? I don't My know. wife, she loves the pickled ones. We're pickle flavored chips are delicious. Pick- pickle flavored beer though is just terrible. Oh my goodness! Wow, that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> pickled beer. <laughs> I don't have words. I just <laughs> it's fascinating though, right? I mean, I, I'm I'm sure we could all tell war stories about our different uh, you know career paths, but uh, it's just such an interesting one for me. And I. Um, uh, a long time ago, there's a movie called Perfume. Um, oh, it, so good! It's so good, and and uh, it, you the know, book is okay. I never read the book. I, I think they made a TV series out of it as well. Oh, cool! Uh, but there was a movie, and it was so so good. And um, I recommend it if you, it, it's it's all about scent and making the perfect perfume and and all of that. Uh, it's uh, it's an excellent movie. Uh, it's pretty dark. But uh, anyways, before we we go too far down the rabbit hole, I got one last question for you. We ask this question of everybody. How did you come up with your name, Gasu? Is there a meaning behind it or a story or anything? So I was playing StarCraft 2 with uh, uh, my username was Gosu, like pro in Korean, anybody Mm -hmm. who plays StarCraft. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that. (laughs) And I was playing in the Collegiate Star League. And the commentator just kept screwing it up and saying Gasu over and over. And so I eventually changed it because it turns out there's like a million Gosus on any of these games the Koreans play. Oh, that's awesome. It's Gasu. Okay. I've been pronouncing it. I feel like Hermione. It's not, it's not Gasu. It's Gasu. (laughs) Yeah. And then the second G came to the front because somehow somebody already taken Gasu on Gmail. Jeez. So it I was think, GG Gasu. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Gosu. absolutely hilarious because we used to say, like, even in StarCraft 1, me and my friends used to joke around back in the day, like, oh, I'm so Gosu, I'm Gosu. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when we play, we always said that. Yeah, we always said that. That's hilarious. And I find that the fact that your name is a play on that <laughs> is so funny because it's by accident. That's great. How that's funny. incredible. Good times. Good times. Well, let's move into our weekly recap and see how everybody is doing, what we've been up to lately, whether it's in Hearthstone or just our lives in general. Nate, what's been going on, man? Yeah, it has been a kind of a long week for me. I don't remember where I left left off last week, but uh, I um, I got my uh, I got my my uh, results back from the doctor, my ultrasound results, and I've got a uh, two hernias, in fact. Uh, a large tear on the right side, a smaller tear on the left side. It just feels like I'm sitting on a golf ball all the time. It is un- very unpleasant, I will say that. Uh, and so I'm waiting uh, to get surgery for that. Uh, the date is November 1, and so I'm about a week away, um, thankfully, to get that taken care of. But it's, um, and I've been going to work and stuff anyways, but like, I, I just can't sit for a long time. Uh, and if I, move too much and i'm thankful very thankful that it's sort of in um it's in my like lower abdomen area i think but like it's so bizarre like if you don't know what it is it's essentially your uh kind of intestines like pushing through your muscle wall it's the craziest thing to feel it and it's super nasty and gross and like i uh am really looking forward to um getting that taken care of next week so that'll be great uh 
but because of that, I haven't been spending that much time at the computer, uh, which is why one of the reasons why Mercs has been so good. Um, I have somehow managed to watch like seven seasons of Seinfeld in two weeks now, which is a terrible, terrible thing. But uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) 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 Um, But the beauty of the iPad, right, is that you can do picture in picture for most things. And so I would do a little picture in picture and uh, either lay in bed or lay in the bathtub or whatever, like laying down is much more comfortable than sitting up and uh, playing mercenaries. Uh, just, just, it's kind of mindless. I mean, when you're playing PVP, you know, you got to really focus or when you're actually trying to complete uh, levels for the first time or the heroic for the first time, whatever, like, all right, you know, I'll kind of try hard. But when you're just trying to level up your, your mercs and uh, get the tasks, like you really don't have to think about it. And it's, been really great at just keeping me busy um and so yeah aside from that it's been kind of an uneventful week for me uh work has been very busy um no surprise but uh (laughs) aside from that yeah everything is pretty cool i uh was a little bit grumpy like all the pokemon celebration stuff came out i play a little bit of pokemon um it's like prohibitively expensive uh but I think one of the issues is like it's a supply and demand thing where there's always plenty of magic stuff and the Pokemon stuff just vanishes. It's so hard to get. And so I got a call earlier today, like the local card shop is great because they'll, they'll save stuff for me, which they don't do for everybody. Um, and so they called me and they go, oh, hey, you know, the new Pokemon collections, ultimate, whatever it's called, boxes in and uh, we'll save one for you for a week if you want to come in and grab it. Um and these, the MSRP on it is 120 bucks, which is expensive, but it comes with a lot of stuff. Right. But like, yeah. eh, you know, and I was like, oh yeah. Okay. You know, uh, how much is it? Uh, it's two ninety nine ninety nine. I was like, oh, 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 almost had another hernia. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, it's, I just can't, I can't, it's too much. Um, and so it was like, oh, thank you guys. It's so nice. Uh, but oh, I can't afford that. You can just give it to somebody else. Um, and it's just a scam. I I don't know. I mean, I love the company, you know, but like the markup is insanely high. Uh, and so I, I kind of irritated with that, but, um, you know, I don't know. Life is fine. Life is good. Uh, having a a good time, kind of relaxing, watching a bunch of TV and movies and playing mercenaries. It's been an absolute blast. Uh, I've played almost zero Hearthstone. What's interesting is last week I was at 250 on the Wild Ladder, and I I logged in earlier today and I was at 257, which means like <laughs> I haven't I haven't moved in a week. Um, and so like okay, well that's good. Um, at least at least the DK is super low, which makes me think there must not be a bunch of other people playing either. Uh, I don't know. I have been super impressed. Maxibon has retained rank one legend like the entire month, which, yeah, is, which impressive. is super impressive. Uh, I, I keep chatting with him um, in discord and uh, trying to get him to teach me how to play pillager rogue. But because he's in Australia, the time zone difference is rough. He's like, Oh yeah. Eight. How about 8 PM? It was like my time or your time. And he's like, Oh yeah, my time. Like that's three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm sorry. I, that's, that's rough. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, maybe we could do something on the weekend. But uh, anyways, yeah, you know, I'm uh, just kind of keep on keeping on, but I'm excited to be here and hang out tonight and we, we got a fun show. So anyways, yeah, no, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's move on. Sheep, how have you been? What have you been up to? Yeah, so I finally uh, was able to see the podiatrist. Um, so kind of like you were getting your health issues sorted out, I have started getting mine sorted out too. So whenever I saw the GP, they were like, oh, you know, you, you've got bone spurs. It's not plantar fasciitis. Saw the podiatrist and they're like, no, it's 100%. Like it's a really severe case of plantar fasciitis, but that's what that is. So that's what I've got. Um they do like this one shot, but they, they want to see if they can uh, kind of get me to not need the shot um, for a couple of reasons. You know, one, you know, if you can treat it without like getting there, then that's good. Uh, but two, they just give me the shot and then everything ends up tensing up. Then I'll get it again. They you do know? the shot like right in your foot. Yeah. Like right into the foot to, to basically loosen up that, that tendon. Muscle? I'm not sure exactly yeah, what it yeah. is. I've had a cortisone shot on one of my toes before. It really mm-hmm. helped, but yeah, they don't want to do it unless they have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they were like, this is a, you know, a, a pretty intense plantar fasciitis, but uh, we're going to have you do this first. So A, because, you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty painful, but B, if they give me the shot and then all of the external things around it, like don't change then i'll end up having the issue again Mm. so kind of like knowing all the different stretches and getting like all of the um i've got orthopedics on order those will be in before too long um you know and all sorts of things like that even if i end up needing the shot then i still have all these things kind of in my arsenal to where if things kind of start tensing up then I know what to do and it doesn't spiral out of control to be like it is now. Um, so it, it makes sense. Um, so uh, still got that that thing. The orthopedics should be in in like the beginning of November, but it's already shipped out. So maybe sooner. Um, They're making uh, like, got the, you said orthopedics. You're talking about like inserts like or insoles yeah. for shoes or something. Yeah, so they're they're kind of like the um, <laughs> we were talking uh, in between stuff, and whenever I mentioned, you know, right after I got that uh, to to our our co-hosts here, <laughs> I just looked it up, and like Doctor Scholl's ads just started popping up everywhere. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I've had some of those before. <laughs> yeah, so I've not the- heard of. I had not heard of your con- condition that you were diagnosed with, so I wanted to be a little educated on it. And yeah. when I typed it in before the definition, <laughs> it was Doctor Scholl's ads before the even the definition showed up. So Jeez. I guess wow. So that's like the arch yeah. of your foot, right? Like kind of the yeah, kind of. It's like the tendon that goes kind of beneath the the arch of your foot. And I have a really high um, arch in my foot, so it kind of makes sense that that is a thing that get strained for me a little little easier than than for most maybe um so uh those should be in before too long but i've had dr Scholl's stuff before and i don't know if it's just because my arch is so high or kind of what um they didn't really seem to help a whole lot i also may have been doing something wrong about it who knows because like that comes in like this huge range of sizes and you have to cut it Mm, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. weird 
um, the the ones that I've got that are coming in are not like that, and I'll actually just be able to like plug them in and go. So nice, nice, pretty exciting stuff uh, to kind of have that on the road to recovery. And if it's still um, trash, whenever uh, after four weeks, then I'll get the shot and move on with my life. <laughs> so other than that it's pretty much just been work and and mercs and work and mercs and work and mercs and work and mercs <laughs> so it that much has been been pretty busy but fun uh i have been grinding um so i got all of them to level 30 pretty soon after last week's show Thank you. That's very uh, impressive. Much obliged. And then I started grinding tasks to eventually get everything to um, have all of my equipment unlocked and got to where I have 29 of them maxed out, completely maxed out. That's wow. crazy, dude. Like, I, uh, you did it just in time as well, where I think uh, there's uh, a lot of other players are going to be a little bit disadvantaged with this new update. We'll talk about it later, but uh, yeah, I love I, your spreadsheet, by the way. And thank you. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to, because we're looking at it on the screen here, um, that I've been borrowing it, and I suppose I was kind of fortunate to kind of beta test it um, as you've made a bunch of uh, adjustments to it over the week. Um, but but it's been wonderful for tracking because the game doesn't record this stuff super great. Um, so anyways, thank you. And the sheet is beautiful. I think you were making it available to folks on your a tweet earlier today, I think, or maybe that was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yesterday. And, and if anyone wants to kind of check it out, uh, esheep.city slash mercenaries uh, hyphen template. Um, just slash mercenaries is a direct link to view my sheet, but you can't edit that one. So mercenaries hyphen template. You can just bring it into your own Google Drive and start plugging stuff in. Um, it's pretty cool. Like whenever you put your uh, task level and well that is less integral for this part but uh how many um like levels you you have your equipment in and your current coins i have it to where it'll calculate how many coins you have to acquire not just how many it takes but how many you still need to go out and get you're a mm. oh. freaking math god i love it it's uh <laughs> sheep sheets uh we got to you got to trademark that uh <laughs> I know some lawyers who can help you. <laughs> Not me, but uh, uh, it's this is it's been a great tool. It's been a great tool. So thank you. Very nice. Yeah, it it's been a blast. I was basically like, I'm doing all this for myself to just track where I am and see what all I still need to do. Because fifty one, yeah, fifty one mercs is a lot to keep track of, and without some way of keeping track of it, then I'm it, it's. It's basically just like, oh, I'll do stuff and, you know, maybe it's for the best, maybe it's not. And and this has kind of helped me stay on track. And since I was like, I'm doing it anyway, may as well roll it out for anyone who actually wants to look at it to actually uh, kind of use as well. So nice. it's there if you want it. Um, and that has mostly been what I've doing outside of work, except for last night. 
Last night, I watched this uh, brand new film that uh, came to theaters, but also is out on HBO Max. I watched it at home. Uh, and that is Dune. So Dune Part 1. So it, it, on the little um, uh, poster, that image that I, I sent to Nate uh, and, and is up there now, it says it begins on it. And that's because it is very much just Part 1. Um, wow. Don't be disappointed whenever there's not a definite ending at the end. It's not supposed to be. That's not a spoiler whatsoever. It calls it part one. It's not the whole first Dune book. Be aware of that much and you won't be disappointed. Thing is beautiful. Uh, Dune cast, is one of uh... my... Yeah, the cast is incredible. It's like Zendaya, uh, uh, Tim Chalamet. <laughs> Uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, Jason Momoa, who I always, always want to call Jason Mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an incredible cast. The effects are in like just beautiful, like breathtaking. The the cinematography is, in, oh my gosh, amazing. So um, definitely recommend that one. Uh, check it out when, when when you get a chance. Uh, oh yeah, and Dave Bautista. I completely forgot that he was in that, and he's like, oh sweet, a major part. Yeah. So so star-studded cast, an incredible story, obviously, um, and they're they're doing it justice because it it takes the book is super super not just lengthy but. Dense is, uh, kind of has a negative connotation, but it's not negative, right? Like it's 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 a deep sounds like you know, oh man, it's deep, but like, no, but it's a whole world, know, right? Like I mean, there is, yeah, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of depth there that, um, and and I've not read all the books, but I understand what you're talking about. It's very what would you say, substantive, meaty, right? Something mm -hmm. like that. It's a lot to it. So the fact that they weren't just like, oh, we'll we'll knock it all up out and you know like two hours uh, the, the part one was two and a half hours so oh we'll we'll knock the whole thing out in two and a half hours it's like no part one is two and a half hours so they're yeah they're definitely taking their time with it and that makes um, me happy to hear to be honest it really does yeah some of it it's you know it's like oh the the pacing is slow but it's not slow and like a bad way right it's slow in the they're developing they're showing it they're they're telling the story like it's supposed to be told in a movie and i'm really excited to see what part two and uh any other things that that they do they've i don't know if it's like i'm not seeing the announcement but it's on wikipedia um they're coming out with, I can't remember exactly what it's called, Sisterhood or something like that, on HBO Max, like straight to HBO Max. Wow. Uh, which is a prequel and develops, you know, shows the uh, Bene Gesserit from back before the, you know, Dune itself starts. So just, they, I think that they're really developing and putting resources into and actually like, committing to dune as more of a platform than just like hey we're making this one one movie or you know two movies so um it's gonna be really cool so i'm really excited to see where all they go from there and and what all they kind of put on on top of that because the story's incredible 
and there's so much story there. So I, I can't wait to see what else comes out kind of after that too. And, and the, the first movie makes me even more excited for that. If, if that's a, uh, you know, telling in yeah. any sort of way. Well, in the old movie I'm really was excited. I'm really excited for Dune as a platform, you know, just like, just like Hearthstone, right? The Dune auto battler. <laughs> <laughs> I'd play a Dune Auto Battler. <laughs> I totally would too. My Moa D beat your worm. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's rad. The, Let you me know, drop my Shy Halud there. Like, let's go. <laughs> the the movie, the old movie, just didn't. It doesn't stand the test of time. I watched it. I don't know, not long ago, within the last year, and I like. It's just it doesn't quite hold up the special effects and stuff. And it was groundbreaking for its time. Right. But it's just not quite the same. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I was planning on watching it yesterday and ended up, uh, watching another 15 episodes of Seinfeld. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't watch comedy very often. It's just not in my system for whatever reason. And I got on this kick and now I can't stop. So, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. All right, Gasu, what have you been up to, man? How's your How's your week been? Um, I think she put it best, man. It's just work and work. That's the yeah. uh, That's been the main thing. Sulking about my my uh, my football team of choice, the Chicago Bears, uh, mm-hmm. losing to the Packers. Um, Ooh, rivalry just game too. Rivalry game. I was at the stadium. Um, Really, really high hopes. It started off well, and then it just kind of went downhill. And I consumed some uh, some beers and pulled <laughs> some Mercs after that. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, it's been a very low key week. I on your Seinfeld kick now. I have been watching the first two seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm while grinding beer. Yeah, very yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't watched it, but that's by um, oh, Larry gosh, David. Larry yeah. David, right, right. Who who uh, did Seinfeld with? Uh, well, Seinfeld. So yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's that's awesome. I'll have to just watch it next. Um, yeah, they just keep just go right into it and marathon that. Hey, next. right. I like absolutely it. do. <laughs> It'll be a, a slightly different experience, you know, because you'll be hanging out in uh, the Fellwood instead of the Barrens while doing it. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's a very low key. I'll, I'll take it off the Hydra and see how his week's been doing. Cause I, all I've been doing is playing games and working. Yeah, <laughs> basically uh, very similar over here. Um, so I've been doing my daily quests just to get them out of the way so I can continue to play Mercenaries. And that's mm-hmm. a little more difficult when you, like keep them going on three servers so it gets in the way even more than normal when i want to play mercenaries and i'm like ah man i gotta clear them all get them out of the way but while i was doing that uh i ended up getting uh one of the rogue skins over on asia because i ended up getting uh the 400 total levels um on the rewards tracks in asia and we were talking about it earlier odd rogue i have that deck over there so i was like Hey, why the heck not? Let's grab myself a rogue skin. This one's pretty dope. So, so really, oh, <laughs> thanks. <Got Sheep>. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I grabbed that. That was really cool. It was unexpected. I wasn't actually really looking for it, and it just you know so happened to be while I was 
you know, just clearing those quests. And also, while I was clearing quests, it, I just had this one game that I thought was really funny. I just sort of wanted to share the experience. So it, I had quests to play like 25 spells, and then I also had play 10 shadow spells. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I went to my collection, I typed in shadow, and then I proceeded to put all spells in my deck, right? As a priest. And just threw everything in. I had zero minions in the deck. And cue to game. And <laughs> I, so Thought Steel was there and whatnot. And I ended up going up against a Murloc Paladin. And this ended up being pretty funny because I figured they're probably running any fin. Right, so I actually thought stealed an anything, so I got an anything can happen. And if you read anything, it says summon seven murlocs that died this game, not seven sur- murlocs that died that were yours this right, game, right? Right, so I immediately started targeting because I like I had this card, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna kill everything that has charge and like all your war leaders. So I just focused on the blue gills and I focused on the war leaders and uh the person was doing their little emoting because like I had the worst deck in the world, right? Like I only just had spells. <laughs> it was horrible. I was just playing my shadow spells out. And then the most perfect thing happened is I waited long enough that I knew I was gonna have lethal and I played that any fin and killed them with their own win con. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> I had a board with, um, I don't know what the total is, but there's an 8 attack, a 7 attack, another 8, a 7, an 8, a 7, and an 8. So <laughs> it was a lot more than 30. <laughs> it was just, it, it was one just awesome game. And yeah, it, it was really funny. I, I liked it because I was not intending on winning. I was intending on completing my quests. <laughs> So that made me happy. And then fate came along and was like, poor Kena Los Dos. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of mercenaries. And um, I most recently, like I've been a little bummed because I haven't got to play it as much as everybody else. My cell phone cannot play the game, cannot play Hearthstone oh, in general. No. Like Aww. it. It just, it won't run. I got an LG G6. It's like, it's a good phone, but Hearthstone just, it takes five minutes just to load. I don't like, I don't know if like my phone is just crap now. (laughs) Like I have no idea what's the problem, but it just, it, it doesn't run. Right. And once it does finally kick in, like you can play, but like you're swiping and it doesn't really work and you accidentally click on the wrong thing. And it's just, it's, it's. It's not fun. Mrs. Hydra. So we had our anniversary. Our wedding anniversary was yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Oh, well, thank you guys. Nice. Um, She obviously has heard my complaints and decided that she was going to buy me an iPad. So now I can, you know, lay on the couch. I can copy sheep, maybe take it in the bath. That's how we Um, do. Or lay in bed like the rest of y'all do and be able to like, you know, just watch TV, play it on the couch, play it in bed or whatever. And I am stoked because like I can't play it when I'm either like on the go or whatever. So I'm, 
happy that I got this iPad and I can I can play the game when you know we go you know just relax in bed, watch some Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's a Frasier kick for us, but. Right, right. Um, I will tell you, picture in picture is like my favorite thing where you can like you're watching Netflix or HBO or whatever, and you can minimize it, take up like a little corner in your screen and then play Hearthstone with just a little overlay of your video. Like, it's Mm. so great. It's so great. I'm going to have to do that. But uh, yeah, it's because I also have like a really old tablet as well that I used to play Hearthstone on. And... Before we went on vacation in the summer, I tried updating Hearthstone on it. It's a Galaxy Tab E, like a Samsung Galaxy Tab E. And when I updated it and then went to open it, it straight up said, your device does not meet the minimum requirements to play this game. Oh, (laughs) no. It used to. Why doesn't it now? So, yeah, no, I just have not been able to play the game mobily whatsoever, which I usually don't do anyway, but I'm going to be pretty excited to do that. So that's basically been my week. Work has been just just work. I, I, I left early today because I, I wanted to play little mercenaries <laughs> before I left work. <laughs> hey, whatever happened with the dude that, like, that like caused the shutdown i mean I know you can't yeah. talk about like your hr stuff i don't want to like get you in trouble but no 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 no. yeah no it's fine uh he still has a job so okay. that's good well, well that's good for him <laughs> for him <laughs> yeah he's probably got a target on his back a little bit yeah. um <clears throat> well in the email that he sent he literally sent it, like I said, he sent it to our CEO, but he threatened to put all of the moldy stuff in his boss's office in the email. <laughs> well, somehow, still, somehow still has a job. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty ballsy. But to be honest, he did what needed sort of to be done because no one was doing anything about it. He did not yeah. follow protocol. He did not do what he was supposed to do. There was no procedure that he followed. It's but a... by doing it, he actually finally drew attention to the issue that everyone was ignoring. So I, I, I'm not saying whether it was right or whether it was wrong, but it was very entertaining. <laughs> I mean, I suppose, I suppose it's a, it's a good, good desired outcome. Like sort of, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, we actually yeah. had to do um, some sort of like a, a meeting with him to determine if there was going to be disciplinary or whatever yeah. disciplinary yeah. action. But like at the very beginning of the meeting, he brought in his phone and he's like, I'm going to be recording this entire conversation and like hit the button. And we're like, oh, Ooh. <laughs> shots fired. We- OK, well. <laughs> I don't know. I I guess maybe for me, like I, I work with so many lawyers that like you just don't. It's like oh, I'll tell you a tough guy, eh? <laughs> you know, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> anyways, yeah. anyways, uh, it's it's funny. So all the workers like him, all the managers hate him. Basically, how it 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 ended up. That is how those things go. Man of the people. Man of the people. Yeah, he's like a Robin Hood, I, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, that's basically been my week. Let's dive into what is going on the listener series. What's going on there, sheep? Yeah. So what's going on is tonight we have the finals. Let's go. Yeah. So- 
excited for that. That's going to be great. Yeah, very exciting. So like we mentioned last week, Cyber Gamer will take on Jordan MG to determine who wins the season. So we now have our decks in. We now have everything locked in place. They are ready to go. And the finals, just kind of a, a refresher um, in case you forgot since last week or uh, are just catching us now. Uh, the finals are a little bit more involved than usual. They have two steps, a banning cards phase, and then the deck creation and, and playing phase. So um, the, the first step was, uh, you know, week before last, which was banning cards. So we don't have a straight up challenge this week. We have basically uh, build a bear, or sorry, build a challenge. <laughs> so uh, build each a player. Band. <laughs> build right. a band, right? Yeah, we're calling Battle of the Bands. <laughs> <laughs> so each player bans 10 cards from each class and 15 neutral cards for the other player. So, you know, basically building a band, Battle of the Bands, uh, whichever one we... we uh, you you want to say, I personally go with build a band because build a bear bears are just so so cute and cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> so they each banned uh, cards for each other and then built decks from it. And we've got some pretty spicy lists, so it's gonna be a really fun just whole series to watch and even more so to cast for for us. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it and. Big, big shout out to both uh, Cyberon and Jordan for making it this far. And also to Jordan, uh, this was his idea for this challenge in the first place. We got it or, or like very late last season and it was just too involved to implement last minute. But we've sort of had this on our radar for a long time now. And so it's really exciting to implement. And uh, we'll get into greater detail um, after the show. If you're... Uh, watching this live, uh, hang out with us after the show. We'll jump right into the games and cast the matches live here. If you are listening to the audio version of this podcast or watching it on YouTube, uh, the final matches will be a separate recording that will be, uh, of course, hosted here live on Twitch, but then posted up on YouTube as well. And yeah, the winner of this match will be the winner of season three, the champion. So very exciting. Very exciting. So grab some popcorn, uh, watch either live or on YouTube, and it's going to be phenomenal. Can't wait. It's going to be a blast. So that is what's happening in the listener series. We have the finals, the final push with Jordan, who's in, in chat live now. Shout out to Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. So good. that's it for our listeners series. We've, I believe we've got a special topic this week, gents. Yeah, I kind of skipped over the news. There really wasn't much. I think the only yeah. thing newsworthy, and I, I didn't bother dropping it in, but there were a couple of bundles that came out. Uh, there were a couple for mercenaries. So one was uh, it was a five dollars for a legendary card, and seven something or other for uh, a bundle of coins, uh, legendary coins. Uh, Sheep and I both got kind of hosed in separate ways there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I take one for the team. Do a little bit of a social experiment to see what happens when you buy something that you already have. 
Uh, <laughs> mistakes were made. But uh, <laughs> luckily, I needed them, so I got okay. Oh, other than that, I did not get the legendary one because I do have all of the cards. Yeah, so I was, didn't uh, bother with that one. A waste of five dollars, right there. But yeah, so so I got uh, a nice, uh, Anduin out of my legendary. Hey, there you go. Nice. <laughs> so what happened there was uh, Nate bought it and has all the the heroes or mercenaries um, unlocked already. But got regular Sylvanas because only had the pre-order one for that one. And so I was like, oh, I wasn't going to get it because I thought I was just going to get coins. But now seeing yours, I'm going to pick it up. So I picked it up because I, I did not have the base portrait for Diablo, Lich King, or Sylvanas. So I picked it up thinking I was going to get one of those three. And I got Uther coins. <laughs> so we both thought we were getting the other thing and neither of us did. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's sort it of, funny. you know, what's interesting. And I don't know if it's our fault or not, but I kind of made a, a little bit of a fuss about it and they ended up pulling the, pulling it out of the store. Uh, and then they kind of re reworded how it was listed on, on the shop and in the game and then loaded it back up, kind of explaining that so that everybody was, um, I guess, buyer beware situation. Uh, interesting. I don't know. I, you know, deck tech went on to post later, something to the effect of like, Hey, if you have all of these, you might want to not buy this, uh, because this is really intended for, to help people catch up and get ones that they don't have yet. Um, and, and then there was an interesting kind of afterthought to that that said, Oh, by the way, if you're looking for, uh, coins or if you're looking for portraits that you don't have yet, um, there will be, you know, new bundles coming soon. So just hold, hold tight for those, which I thought was interesting. Um, so. Yeah, I'm already impressed that there's been a couple different bundles already, and it's only been out just over a week. So I would imagine they're going to keep on rolling out these these little things to, you know, cater to what we want here or what we think we need. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine yeah. they, they probably will. And uh, the only other thing newsworthy was that we got the Fairy Tale Heroes bundle uh, for Hearthstone, and um, I don't recall the price. Was it about twenty bucks or something? 15 20 i don't recall it might be 25 i oh. think it may have been 25 oh. yeah i i'm I have yeah because it was it was 31 canadian mm. that's like 10 dollars us so i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. So i'm joking i think it was, I was 50 cents <laughs> i i think it was i think it was 24.99 i think you're right maybe something like that anyhow like i see those things and i'm gonna just click buy which is a mistake i i don't recall how much it costs um but it was super cool i really like mm. it the heroes are very cool looking. Um, and then we also, we all got the uh, pirate, yeah. uh, the pirate warrior uh, garage for free, which is super cool. And then there's another free one next week uh, for battlegrounds uh, is it the guff guff portrait. Yeah. Guff Stormwind guard. So cool. Cool. Uh, I don't know if that's really it for news, but yeah, special topic. We're here to talk about mercenaries. So think uh we've all were anticipating this mode coming out and now it's out and it's pretty much kind of all we've been doing really um for the past week and i, I guess i i'm really curious to hear everyone's kind of initial thoughts on it i think for me personally i i love the mode just to have something kind of slow and grindy to to throw my time at 
and uh, it's been mm-hmm. interesting. Um, and th- there's some pros and cons with what I'm about to say. I sort of feel like the game mode um, is still in beta in some regards. Like, you remember when Battlegrounds came out and it had the beta tag on it for ages, right? And Mercenaries, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just here it is. But there was so much that uh, was either not working correctly or not fully fleshed out or missing or just not explained. Um, but I think that there's it's kind of a double-edged sword there where it's actually been a lot of fun to try and figure out how all this stuff works. Like there's all kinds of new keywords that we don't use right now. Uh, what's a death blow, right? How does combo work? And um, there's stuff like that. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new keywords. Um, there's a bunch of synergies. Uh, there's tasks. There's equipment. Like they don't tell you how any of this stuff works. It's just here, play this game. And you yeah. kind of got to figure it out. And And we sort of learned through playing about like, oh, well, you know, this is this is how you level up your characters. Oh, this is how you get tasks. Oh, you can unlock uh, equipment for your mercenaries and level it up, and it helps them do things and give them better stats. And it, it's all it's all been pretty fun to to just experiment with, um, and then sort of exploiting the uh, you know when we figure out how to grind levels, uh, especially for tasks. Sort of. Um, Exploit's not the right word, but figuring out the most efficient way to grind levels or grind tasks. Yeah, min-max. Yeah, min-max. you know what? Or- I I always hear like min max. What does that What does that mean? Like, I feel like I should know this, but uh, yeah. So min max is kind of shorthand for minimum effort for maximum output, right? So minimum effort. What What can you basically the most efficient way you can do something? I see. Um, but Typically, it's it has a little bit of a not quite exploitative, but kind of a connotation. So very much kind of along along the lines of what you were kind of getting at there. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's been something that's been around forever. So we all know that something that everyone's been doing is this Baron's Eight thing, right? And heroic. And but that's not something new in games. Like I remember in the old Final Fantasies, you would just go farm an area because you knew what you were doing, right? Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's nothing it's nothing new to be able to do this. And I'm really glad that the you know the community has you know banded together and figured out how to do this min maxing. And I mean, when people figure out stuff like this, it sure helps me, right? I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. how? That's great. That's great. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I one thing that I really think is interesting they like they really set the stage for future additions to the game. Like clearly there's some synergies uh that we see early on like um fire or humans or orcs or demons, you know. Yeah. That, that type of thing. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I want to build a comp uh, of Murlocs. Oh, well, there's only three, and I need six for a party. Like, oh, well, I guess we'll probably get some more later, I hope. Uh, hey, maybe we'll get Finja. I would really like Finja. That would be... Oh, Finja would be cool. That would be very cool. Um, Murloc War Leader. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, there could be some There could be some good ones. Um, or, hey, add some pirates or, or whatever. Uh, I really struggled with... Um, yeah, pirates, right, right. I, I think so. The way that this game works, right, is there's this huge component of PVE, which is like you're playing versus the computer. Uh, there's a P- separate PvP component where you're playing against real people. When you're playing versus the computer, you have these maps so that you kind of progress through, and you can take different routes. Um, 
but between each stage you get buffs to choose from and a lot of times uh they involve synergy and it's like hey your orcs get you know plus one plus one each turn or your you know your humans get this but then they started diving into like your alliance characters get this and your horde mm-hmm. characters and i'm like oh no who's alliance and who's horde and like you can sort of tell for well generally like all right humans and and uh and and gnomes right are alliance and we have orcs and trolls that are horde but then i don't know uh about like well what's a murloc like i don't think it's alliance but like is it horde like i don't really think so i don't know what are these elementals like i don't i don't know and and elementals are neither well there you go so there's a lot i think that's still kind of uh (laughs) unexplained um i will have to find the tweet i think hat shared it with me really exciting i mean this one's a little more basic but figuring out everything in the game when nothing is really shared it's a fun community experience it's just like the uh celestial puzzles you know like yeah it's just people grinding their head at it like all right how does this work all right cool 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 everybody share it on discord share it on twitter and then it's like oh the chinese community found this let's use one of our three representatives who uh who talked to us from there to disseminate the info right? I think it's really cool because it's not as easy as typing in on Google what's the best composition. Like, it's all in, like, these different groups on Discord or who you follow on Twitter, like, the people you know that are kind of figuring these things out. Like, I find that it's, you can't just, you know, go to a website and it has everything for you already. Like, it's, it's, as people are learning, more information is getting out there. And it's just this amazing community experience, and I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, and I want to give a big uh, shout out to Pasca as well, who I believe was the founder of that Mercenaries Discord, which has been just okay. exploding. Right? I mean, it's huge. I thought ours was busy. Like, I, <laughs> I logged in today to look at something. 452 new messages. And I was like, whoa, okay. Uh, you know, I can't. Like, it's it's really busy, but it's it's been cool to. Uh, interact with people and, and and learn. I've had a blast hanging out with uh, folks. We've had kind of a group DM going all week with a, a handful of players, um, just talking about the game and kind of grinding and trying to figure out strategies and stuff. Um, and uh, I know, like my good friend Blue Train has has been playing a ton of it. Um, Gasu, that guy Floop, uh, Lord Zav, among others, and and uh, yeah, it's just been a blast. It's been anyway. So here, here's this tweet from Celestalon. Uh, Alliance is human, dwarf, night elf, gnome, and Drenai. Horde is troll, orc, tauren, blood elf, and undead. Uh, and Arthas. And Arthas, <laughs> yeah. right? Arthas. I think. Yeah, that's a weird one because it says human on the card, uh, but uh, he's the Lich King. So. Oh, that's... I thought it said undead on the card. My bad. I don't remember so it did in the leak and the the data mine that's not leak the data mine had him as undead they switched it to human but yeah. i mean canonically he's neither right i'm not a right wow lore guy but canonically he's neither but i think they just wanted to keep the synergies that they had already put into the game for him yeah yeah i, I remember makes sense. digging into that because the way that he became the lich king was kind of funky because he didn't like die die the way that normally you would right to become a like a scourge or something like that. And so like he's somewhere in between human and undead. It makes sense for synergy's yeah. sake. Like, 
they're going to do what what works. Uh, yeah, it's been interesting to watch the meta evolve, if you want to call that, in terms of PvP, where. I think we were all looking for these combos, right? And day one, everybody realized like, oh, wow, Zyrell is really good because it not only does uh, her attack damage the opponent, but it makes their attack zero. Oh, and then you run Samuro into it and then he gets Wind Fury and his attack buffs. And and so people started, you know, using those two. And I think, what do they call it? BTX, right? Was was uh, Zyrella, Samuro, Blademaster, Samuro and Thrall has this comp and if you could really grind it out and get doom hammer then thrall has got wind fury and then okay well that's been discovered so how do we counter that and so within one week here there's like a a mini meta if you want to call it that and then people are just finding counters to that and then a counter to that and uh realizing over time like what's good versus what isn't um it's just been really interesting, and I think the game will evolve over time as we get additional mercenaries. Like, I'm sure there will be more synergies, and it's been fun. I, I don't mind um, grinding it so much, and I think that Martian Boo posted something on Twitter earlier this week that I really liked comparing the game in some regards to Pokemon. You're talking about grinding, uh, like in Pokemon Sword and Shield, when you're trying to breed Pokemon where you're just on the bike, like riding around in circles, waiting for your eggs to hatch or whatever. And it's like, it's more fun in Mercs. At least you're playing something, you know, and, and <laughs> sure you got to, you know, you're grinding out your quests, but it's, it's better than that. Like, but serious Pokemon vibes. And I thought, Hey, this is, seems kind of accurate. Um, so I, yeah, I yeah. think that, you know, there, there's so much that we have not discovered yet and yeah. it's just been an absolute blast. And I don't know, I, I'm sort of in that same camp with sheep, I think where, it's like, well, uh, I, I compare it to Wild Hearthstone somewhat in that I, I know what's good right now. I'm not quite sure yet what's going to be good in the future, but I want to be ready when it happens. Mm-hmm. So let's just yeah. max out everything. And, uh, and so that when there's new comps available or new synergies that we're ready to experiment with them versus like i don't want to um find out way later like oh yeah you sh- you need to use this uh old merc guy and meanwhile he's over here sitting at le- you know level three and <laughs> right yeah. and, uh, i've got to do all this grinding before i can um test it out so and it's been something to do uh yeah, yeah. definitely that's been sort of my view as well what i've been doing is like I- i've been keeping an eye on the pvp i like i only have done it for some of the rewards and i have noticed you get for a win in pvp you get so much more xp than you would in a pve match which is oh, really cool time. uh but you get nothing when you win or lose i mean so oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were saying bit of, oh sorry bit so, of a, yeah just a bit of a bummer there so like i i just maybe they will change that i don't know i think you should get something but I've been uh, mostly doing the PVE, like you were saying, Nate, because I don't know what is going to be good. Because something that's good now, like three hours from now, there's a counter for it, right? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so I've literally just, I'm trying to level everything up. I'm just going to try to max everything. That way, 
the second that the meta changes, I'm not like, oh, now here I've got to met, like level up a whole new comp. Well, guess what? It's already sitting there waiting. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to get it all there. And I think that's, I mean, it all depends on what you like. Like if you want to get in there and you want to hit that top 200 right now, like all the power to you. Me, I'm going to sit yeah. back a little and I'm going to just level up everything that I can so that I can be competitive when, you know, the switch flips and there's a totally different meta the next day. Yeah. Well, and get this, right? So early on week one, right? To get on leader leaderboards is top 200. And mm-hmm. we, we had a bunch of friends get on their Draco cat and, and Lord Zav and blue train and um, floop. Awesome I, I, I'm not quite sure who else, uh, but, but early on, right. Leaderboards were in like the mid six thousands and we're now into like week two. And we're up to the high nine thousands now, and so it, it's definitely mm, morphing over time and, and growing, expanding. And so uh, I laugh when when people say, "Oh, the meta's you know it's been one week, the meta's solved." Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> so I don't know. You're the guest, no. Gasu. What do you think about all this stuff? So I, I'd like to go on about the meta because I kind of just did PVE enough to get my task seven equipment, you know, get my stuff to 30, you know, I'm doing three thirties in front, maybe one thirty in the back and then two level ones and getting up to 6,000 MMR playing bots, swapping in ones to get that nice. massive EXP oh. bonus to level everything. Yeah. Can you, can you let people know real quick about how that works with the uh, PVP and how the bots versus real people, just for those who maybe so, don't know. So, yeah, if you go into PvP with all level 30s, at this point in the game, I mean, you will face people at 2,000 MMR. It is completely full of everybody's got their stuff leveled up from PvE, but the matchmaker tries to match the teams by level in addition to your MMR. And if you throw in, you know, two really low-level mercenaries in the back, maybe three, it really screws with the the matchmaking algorithm i don't know if it's intentional or not they said it's you... the most advanced matchmaking <laughs> algorithm like they've ever done or whatever and and people have found ways to break it already to you talk about min, <laughs> min maxing right uh exactly <laughs> yeah so you so i you, i'm facing you know when i was doing this i was facing bots bot teams again it's like mine it's like there's a level 30 a level 27 maybe like a level 25 and like a few level ones in the back <laughs> and it's just free wins free climb to like 6.3 is when you start kind of facing humans also doing that um but once you start facing humans like you said the meta has shifted so much it started out with that zyrella samuro combo and then people are like oh varden's actually the most busted character in the game you just flurry and slow everybody and then you win with speed control mm-hmm. and then they're like oh you know what else is speed control karen and now Diablo works, just like Crip was saying when before the game came out, when he said it was the best character, before it got nerfed from the, the data mine. I could and, not uh, believe that people are running now, uh, who is it, Gruul or whatever, to, to counter the Diablos? Gruul uh, is the latest evolution. There was the Tavish spike, and he's still really good, just to counter the AoE with his traps, stacking them up. Tavish, I think, is then, pretty great because the 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 traps, but Gruul's terrible. Like, I get the I get the fire. Uh, there's there's an equipment that gives you, mm, it's a like f- less you take less fire damage or something like that, right? 
Um, yeah, fire resistance. But like Gruul, yeah. all of Gruul's bonus attacks are like if your opponent has a dragon, do yeah. do X. And like <laughs> that's useless. just like, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not running Gruul. I don't even care. I was I was leveling up Gruul today and I did not get it as to why I was told to do this, but I was doing it anyway. It, it's <laughs> that equipment. I, I do have a fully maxed out Gruul just ready for whenever oh, I, I hit PvP. It's have we learned anything from hearthstone right the cards that say if your opponent's playing a dragon do this like they're always bad always always bad and there's no dragons i mean that's it it's the falls in line with murlocs right i've got three cards work with dragons right i've got alex draza i've got brightwing and then i've got Warmaster voon who has some dragon synergy that's mm -hmm. it right totally yeah no <laughs> but gruel fits in this weird you have to think of more like a pokemon the vgc format the 2v2 battle where sometimes you run, you want Rain Dance, and the only two options are Pelipper and Politoed. Unless they're not playing with Ubers, and you don't get Kyogre, and they both suck. I mean, you're just running them for the ability, and that's what Gruel comes in. You're just running it for the passive. I mean, it can attack, and it has a passive. It's got a bunch of health, actually. It has yeah. a pretty big pass. But that's, it's just the passive. And there's going to be more things like that, I think, released, where maybe it'll be like, a, oh, Shadow Spells, can't be fed up with Vulgin. Maybe that'll come just a tech card. And, you know, we all know tech cards are the best cards in Hearthstone, right? Crabs. There's always a hungry crab. I think yeah, that's a tech that card. Yeah, it's a tech card that's always in your hand, or at least in like the top three of your deck. So maybe it's, it's worthwhile as opposed to, oh, I hope I draw one out of 30. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that you know now that we're a week I guess almost two weeks in week and a half in we've all sort of realized that, like speed speed is is way more important than anybody thought and well. ha having speed control <laughs> is just a an absolute must and so how is this going to work because we've tried fire we've tried nature we've tried these different things but like at, at the end of the day right it all comes down to speed so what is the best uh, speed comp that's still strong? Very interesting. And and as it turns out, the three pre-order mercenaries are very good. <laughs> yeah, all three wild. of them. Wild. <laughs> Wild. Um, like that was intentional. Hmm. I think Izor, so he's the lead mercenaries dev. He's in the, the Discord a lot. And he also is the inventor of Dungeon Run. And oh. I guess that's kind of how we got this project. Makes but sense. But he cool. said, yeah, there's one mercenary that in their internal testing still hadn't really been used a lot. This was a few days ago he said this, and it was Blink Fox. And you're seeing now, as of the last yeah. few days, people are popping up Blink Fox comps. And, you know, I think there was one or two before he said it, and then a lot more people got motivated to try it and see how it worked. Because mm -hmm. he was running one, and he was 50 for a while. Wow. He started pretty late. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like a fully maxed out Blink Fox where the, the final um equipment, the um extra um ability is always the last one that your opponent casts and it always yeah. has zero cooldown. It's just like oh chef's mm. kiss good. That's nice. 
I lost to it a bunch in the PVE because I do some super powerful attack and, and kill something and then the Blink Fox would do it back to me like immediately. And it's like, oh, wait, Al, you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Blink Fox is like, thank you. <laughs> oh. my, my, one of my only complaints with the game, I feel like the economy is terrible. Like the, yeah. the, the pull rates from the packs are awful. Uh, like it feels pretty bad to buy 60 packs and get three portraits. It's like, but I'm missing so many, like, uh, it's crazy. I've bought more packs than I'm comfortable talking about. And uh, I'm still missing quite a few things. And, uh, I, I don't know. I, I would hope that they would adjust it a little bit or something like it's pretty crazy. I'm not quite sure. uh... This is one that's interesting because Hat, I don't know if you saw his Twitter thread about the pity timer, but he was trying to go through not even for portraits, just for legendaries because people weren't hitting it at 40 packs, right? Yeah. And that's our our common knowledge. And then he went through all the blue posts in the past on the forums and then in through the, uh, the legal details on the pull rates. 40, 40 pack legendary is not mentioned explicitly by Blizzard. Nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. even, even for just the regular packs outside of mercenaries yeah, yeah. It's mm. wild and this is even worse because it, it clearly doesn't you know auto do it oh anymore. no i yeah, saw somebody somebody in the discord had a showed a pack that they pulled with two diamond cards in it i was so jealous oh, oh my gosh i like, like you nate i have oh spent way more than i care to admit here and opened way way more packs than i care to admit and I've opened one diamond card. Uh, I have zero. One. <laughs> zero. At least you have one. Yeah. I did all three pre-orders, and I have spent some money on the game. And I, yeah, I've, I've opened zero. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. I hope that. I mean, you know, maybe that's what we get for going all in so early. But it all—it feels rough. Like I wish that they would adjust it a little bit. I mean, I appreciate the uh, the duplicate protection, but I also feel like it's sort of a scam. Like, hey, if you open a, a gold version of a card, you can play it even if you don't have the base version. But then you can still open the base version, especially with the legendary cards where the pull rates are so low. Oh, low! It's like, look, I feel like the equitable solution is. If you get one of the gold ones, it just should unlock the base version, right? Yeah. Because then pulling the base version, like it just feels so bad when the pull rate is so low. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what's agree. crazy is I have all of the Diablo portraits, but not the base Diablo. <laughs> at all. What? Jeez. That's insane. <laughs> I don't so, know. Eventually, if I continue opening packs, eventually I'll open regular Diablo and I'll be like, well, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. I, I think, you you know, you get you you unlock some and then some of them like I have none. I, I have Diablo, the uh, diamond one from the pre-order and none of the other ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. The pull rates are atrocious. I don't. And then I've got uh, the other piece that I really don't like i wish that they would fix from a duplicate protection point of view is like once i've maxed out a mercenary like i don't want the coins anymore because i mean i guess you still keep them right in the collection manager it shows up as maxed but if you click on the character it'll show the number of coins there but like Mm -hmm. 
and we all probably because we've been uh kind of exploiting this um heroic eight level to to grind tasks but like i've got like four thousand uh like carryo coins. Coins? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's like i'm never gonna use them right what am i supposed to do with these I, maybe I, maybe I, in I future carryo. expansions maybe yeah so i have carryo completely maxed out I have six thousand nine hundred and twelve carryall coins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I do think that there is potential at some point for them to add new abilities to old mercs. Uh, yeah. To say, hey, there's an expansion, you know, and your old mercs are going to gain these abilities because otherwise we're going to keep getting coins at some point, and not be able to use them, and uh, it just feels like a total waste. Um, Speaking of the coins, I've got a, a question for you guys. So yeah. with the different mercenaries, I, I'll i just spend my mercenary coins if it's, you know, if, an epic or a rare mercenary or whatever. I will just spend them on whatever. Like, I'm just going to upgrade my abilities. I don't care because I know that I can earn more coins very easily. Mm -hmm. You can farm them. So I just... I buy whatever, I upgrade everything, it's fine. When it comes to the legendary mercenaries, I am very reluctant to spend my coins because I I know that they're harder to come by. So instead of upgrading them, I'm sort of like hoarding them. Like, are you guys doing a similar thing or are you just sort of willy-nilly just buying whatever? Because like, I don't know, like right now, this piece of equipment may seem like the best piece of equipment, but what if I put all my coins into that and then suddenly that's not the one that's you know meta right yeah so i uh, I, uh I, I don't know if you've ever spectated me on discord playing hearthstone but i am a major hoarder i do not have many i don't really craft anything that i'm not using in a deck i don't spend my gold i just buy the two pre-orders every expansion so i'm mm -hmm. sitting on you know thirty thousand coins or uh, like gold like a hundred thousand dust, not, like no golden decks, just just sitting there waiting, and it completely transfers over. Mm -hmm. Outside of Sylvanas, which I completely grinded all the way because that merc is useless if you don't have everything leveled up to five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, there's clearly some of some of the mercenaries where their wep their equipment rather. Um, some of the equipment is amazing and some of the equipment is uh, trash ish, like, or, or for abilities that you really don't care to use very much. And I would say like, Hey, you want to go all in on the, the one good piece of equipment, but some of them it's like, we argue back and forth. Uh, I think Diablo is a good example, right? Do I, do I want to use the soul stone or do I want to use the horns or do I want to use, and it sort of depends on the comp that you're building as well. Cause if I'm yeah. doing like a fire comp, like, okay, well I want to max the, I, I want to use the stuff that, um, it works with the fire abilities but versus, Oh, do I want something that's going to boost my health or do X, Y, Z. And so I don't know. I've spent so much like time in the game. Like I, I my approach has just been, like let's just get everything and so as soon as i get it i've just spent it because i'm just trying to max out everything but like i don't think that that's probably the correct approach i don't recommend it um and the reason why i was kind of like sighing whenever you're asking the question is because that's pretty much my answer too like i i've kind of been holding off on on things because i 
I want to kind of get the the better things first. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm grinding it out to max everything out anyway. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, splitting too many hairs about which one is, you know, min-maxing, which equipment is the best, because I'm gonna find, I'm gonna grind out max-level equipment for everything before too long. Yeah, it's gonna it's be... Gonna take some time. <laughs> you know, but m- maybe not. Like, we've, I, I think that there's a handful of us that have maxed out so much considering it's only been like a week like we have truly put in like hours upon hours in this game uh for better or worse and are probably much farther than the general population consuming this game sure and so I agree. I mean, it's the same approach that I took. Like, I don't care. I'm going to max out everything. So what order, you know, what does the order matter? But I, I don't think that that's necessarily good advice for people. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm doing. And your mileage may vary because yeah, your situation may vary. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think, um, you know, the, there's certain cards, you know, that, that may, you want to may prioritize certain abilities over others. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I th- I think so far, um, well, you know what, Gasu, let me ask you, what do you think the, uh, the best mercenaries are so far? If you're not, not like a, not like a tier list, but if we're looking at competitively or if people who were maybe more on the, uh, less enthusiastic side of this game, uh, <laughs> had limited time and wanted to only grind, uh, a smaller number of mercs are there like what would you say are the good ones uh or the better well, ones i think the best way to start this this question is to go by rarity right because it's much easier yeah. to farm the rares and varden and tavish yeah both are, are two of the highest performing ones 100 percent. and they're also very easy to farm uh, maybe not through well i guess maybe not anymore after they change this but when you were grinding a mysterious stranger, if you retired the run when you got a potato or a portal, it would give you three bundles of coins for random rares. Right. So I have so many rares that are just, you know, almost max just because I was grinding that so hard. Yeah. I think if this uh what is the not the Fellwood, if the Fellwood trick works, I guess the jury's still kind of out on it, and people continue to do that. Getting your Tavish and your Varden up early, uh, you know, Epic's Cairn is going to be incredible. He has two speed control abilities and the Resurrect, which scams everything. Right. You still get to cast your, your spell afterwards. Those are the three, I think. That, and then you just need a sweeper at the end. Diablo, you know, for us pay-to-win fellers, hmm. is, uh, is easily, I think, the best sweeper in the back. But, I mean, sometimes he's got to stick with Saburo. I think Smurf's kind of fallen off, but it's a good card though, good. and that's one that everybody gets for free, right? Yeah, I mean, I would just stick with Cyrilla and Samuro until you're truly trying to grind out, you know, like full competitive, where you need the Diablo. Yeah, well, and let me let me pause real quick. I, I want to give the people who may not be fully in the know um, kind of an idea of what we're talking about, and so uh, when you the first level is the barons and and as you unlock things there's the regular version and then the heroic version of the same level and what we had found was that uh 
in the in the heroic barons the second level i think they were calling it eight or that's what it recommended right level eight to yeah. uh, to play the the boss was this air elemental and you only typically would have to do two battles to get to a uh swirly do whatever you call it portal? mysterious stranger it's, well it was a it's a portal uh, right mystery um uh, spot right right because so, it can be a few things so mystery yeah. spot yeah, yeah so there's this mystery spot thing and you you click on it and it could be the mysterious traveler it could be uh, a warp to the boss it could be a uh exploding potato. potato yeah <laughs> um or it could be a something else a, a bad thing right sabotage sabotage, sabotage. Um, sure. and so what would happen is w- the way that you unlock um your uh, equipment right so e- each character has got three equipment slots uh, you get one I think from task three is it you get one from task seven and then you get one from hitting level 30 with that character and so it's like oh well what are tasks how do I get a task and you get one every day at midnight or whatever your time zone is when when the day um, switches over there's like random ones that that show up at your campfire kind of like daily quests right but you as you clear those you can get additional tasks through this mysterious visitor traveler whatever it's called um showing up at the portal and uh so what we would do is you would grind that level you'd get to the portal if it's the mysterious stranger cool i i it shows me three different mercs i pick one it gives me a task uh and and i grind tasks to unlock my equipment and if it shows me anything other than the mysterious traveler you just like concede or whatever it is right and it, then it gives you some coins. Uh, and so, and, and if it is the mysterious traveler, then you get there, get what it's, what, whichever task you're going to get, and then concede. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way you're conceding your run. I, I, <laughs> exactly. You know, more often than not, I was doing it, and I don't know if that's a mistake, but I think it would depend on what the task was. Because if it was like do X yeah. number of damage or or summon X number of. Uh, you know, murlocs yes. or whatever it is. Sometimes it's, like, yeah. it's uh, get a uh, a heroic bounty or right, get right. a heroic boss or whatever. So sometimes you want to continue. Yeah, I love this uh, this post on Twitter by Orange. It's on the screen right now. It says it's it's a picture of the air elemental. It's air elemental looking at everyone running away before fighting him. It's got like the deal with it glasses on. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> so it, I wouldn't want to call it like an exploit, but it's sort of like that's how we've been task grinding. Um, it's been it seemed like the most efficient way. And so there was an update pushed out earlier today. Uh, the recording day of this podcast is uh, Friday, October the 22nd. And this update here says that um, we are currently in the process of rolling out a hotfix that makes the following adjustments to mercenaries. We're adjusting the appearance rate of mysterious strangers to be based on the relative level of the strongest mercenary in your party compared to the suggested level of the bounty. This move is to encourage people towards more engaging gameplay instead of repeatedly taking on low-level heroic bounties with highly over-leveled parties. How rude! rude. (laughs) (laughs) They're basically like taking away our our easy, uh, mysterious stranger here. Uh, So immediately, like, we're scheming in Discord over here, like, oh, what's you know, what's the next quickest, easiest way that we can get this? 
I have still been playing that heroic eight in, in Barons, and it's been okay. I, I think that there is a potential workaround. Like sh she discovered something very interesting. Like if you're trying to farm a certain quest, like you don't have to put six mercs in your party. Like you can make a party of three. Uh, and, and it and how <laughs> and it really like you know it it will uh, force limit your choices when you get offered these tasks. Um, and so it was like, okay, well, let me put only three mercs in my party and it probably forces this. But if it's looking at levels, like, I don't know. And so I know Blue Train and some other folks have been uh, experimenting with other levels. It looks like Fellwood 6 on Heroic uh, seems to be the next thing that we'll be trying. Uh, Blue Train says he's been doing it for the past two hours and it seems okay. So... I guess yeah, we'll I've done a few runs on non-heroic because, you know, running just three mm -hmm. heroic is a little bit bigger of an ask, um, especially since I did all of the um, uh, protectors first, all the fighters, and now I only have casters left. So I'm running three blue. Mm. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you, what? <laughs> how did you choose the order that you leveled in? Was there... Like you went first, you just from top to bottom, essentially. Yeah, basically just from top to bottom and the collection <laughs> manager. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, you know, I mean, if that works, I kind of did mine very hodgepodge. I was looking sort of for synergies while I did them. Uh, I don't know. It's been okay. That's funny because I didn't do it either of those ways. I picked um, one of each, one red, one green, one blue. Oh, That's smart. how I was doing it. Interesting. <laughs> Gasu, what did you do? How, how, what's your approach been to uh, like level grinding and uh, what and uh, tasks as well? I mean, I know you had mentioned um, doing the PvP with lower level mercs on the bench to uh, expedite the the levels there, but what about tasks? Yeah, so for level grinding, it was that way. For tasks, I have been doing um, Rag and Baron Geddon as the first two. Mm-hmm. And then nice. just having a third, just trying to do as fast as possible. And the third through sixth, I've just been alternating which ones I pull out first. And it's just been whatever I see on Twitter getting top 10 on the leaderboard. <laughs> How funny. Fair enough. <laughs> that reminds me. To, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, carry on, carry on. And I'm assuming she probably does this too, where you try to time it. So the task four is the win one heroic bounty. Or deal with mm -hmm. deal 250 damage. Five is one heroic bounty. Seven's two. You know what is a 10 is four and you just try to get you know three or four of them at the same time and just go through it and clear it once or maybe mismatch them and do like a task five and a task seven at the same time yeah i've, I've mostly just been uh getting up to um seven because that's when you can max people out um so i haven't quite been doing that for the 10 but yeah i mean and the most efficient way that I can hit them is, is how I've been trying to, uh, to time that for sure. There's a super fun combo. I don't know how competitive it is. I saw somebody did well with it, but, uh, with Antonitis, Geddon and rag, uh, if you're doing a fire comp, because Antonitis speed is so fast that the first fireball, like is always going to trigger first. And so if you use the combo abilities for, uh, Baron Geddon and Ragnaros, like they're always going to trigger, Anto will hit with the fireball and then you just combo combo uh, with the other two. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, cool. So I, I don't know how competitive it is if you're looking for um, 
PvP ladder, but uh, if, uh, if you look at that win rate chart that was posted either today or yesterday, uh, I think Rag and Geddon are in the A tier. That's just mm-hmm. Tavish in the S tier with Jaina, mm-hmm. and then I think Antonidas was like top of B tier. So they're 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 all well above fifty percent. Nice. You know, I'm I'm not seeing that in like top ten people Twitter posts, but it seems to be like pretty strongly represented in the top fifty. Nice. And just know, like, all this stuff is going to change, right? So every time someone yeah. discovers a new, like, meta breaker or whatever, it's like, eh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, what I will say is, like, there's definitely some cards that are going to see very little play. But but even then, like, at, at some point they probably will. And I was surprised. I saw in one of the leaderboards, like, people were playing Warmaster Voon. Um and I, you know, I mean, when Why? he's when he's summoning these uh, <laughs> giant dragons with rush and divine shield, I think it's a little bit difficult to deal with, as it turns out. But um, that's why. Yeah, my warmaster Voon is a whopping level one. <laughs> so, <Wow. same. laughs> I have Voon maxed out, but I was trying to do this I fire. <laughs> I was trying to do this fire comp, and so I had uh, like uh, on. Starting, I was using Antonidas, Geddon, and Ragnaros, and then on the bench, I had Alex Draza, Voon, and Gruul, I think. Um, and like they just, those three were just not doing great because they all sort of like Voon and, and Alex go okay together, but only two dragons, like, eh. and um, Gruul is just bad because it relies on your opponent having dragons which they just never do so uh anyhow yeah i have voon maxed out because i you know it's a fighter so i already got all all of the equipment for them and i just already had enough coins so (laughs) there we go (laughs) i wasn't even really trying it just happened (laughs) That is why I have so many maxed out. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been pushing to straight up max out any of them. Just get all the equipment so far. Yeah. 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 The equipment's super beneficial though. Like if you're not running it, you're at at kind of a disadvantage. And I don't know. My, my son has been playing and my, my advice for him was like, Hey, don't jump into PVP, like play against the computer. You just want to level up your stuff at first. And, um, you you kind of got to grind it out. I mean, that's sort of the nature of the thing. Um, but yeah, what what's funny to me is I saw someone mentioning that there's like a story mode, and I was like, oh, there's a story. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a story. Yeah, there is. Couldn't tell you what yeah, it was, but Valera's but... talking to you. I can tell that, but I don't read anything <laughs> she says. I just do the quest and move on. Yeah, at some point uh, later in the game, Kazaka starts telling you to do stuff, and it's like, uh, okay. They're all trying to get those soul shards, just like the Book of Mercenaries. I, no. I'm predicting now that that like this cap of level 30 is probably not permanent, right? That at some point the, the level cap will go up. But I just guess we'll like see. Like in World of Warcraft. Eight, probably. They capped it at 50 at the beginning, and went up and up and up and up and then back down maybe they'll be and then back, <laughs> yeah, then back down and everyone's like what the hell 
Yeah, I I don't know. I think that maybe they'll keep the the cap of thirty because for the levels, you basically a lot of people just want to race through that so that they can play it in PvP, right? So if they have it capped at thirty and all the equipment and abilities capped where they are, um, then they can just keep on releasing different mercenaries and kind of get get more that way. You still have all of the same, you know, kind of interactions, just you have more dragons, like with a, <laughs> a more cool. Master Boon or, <laughs> cool, you know, stuff like that. Um, but it's more the interactions that, that we'll see kind of develop because of that than, than really kind of the, the level being expanded or, or developed from. I do think we may end up seeing more... Um, Maybe abilities, but uh, equipment in particular kind of thrown in there, which may necessitate level increases. But I think more what we'll see more the breadth of things rather than the depth of things. Yeah. Um, at the very least, initially. I feel like there has to be something in the future for us to spend all these excess coins on. Uh, right? Otherwise, they're just like stockpiling they've announced for... they've announced that they have intention for it. i don't hmm. remember who said it hmm. okay, but um yeah and they also left the level uh you know question open-ended but they didn't commit to that but they hard committed and said there will be uses for these coins now it'll be used for six hundred thousand carrial coins i'm not quite sure <laughs> <laughs> almost seven <laughs> jeez there, there'll be something I will trade six thousand carrial coins for for one thousand like Lich King coins or something, right? Like, uh, if only. <laughs> I would love some Uther coins, please and thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, kind of saddened at the drop rates of of all of this stuff, and so I'm, I'm kind of curious. You know, when I hear them say on on Twitter, like, "Oh, there will be opportunities for you to collect portraits that you don't have," like. Are you sure? Or am I going to pay $10 for a hundred coins? Um, <laughs> Cause uh, I've done that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all righty. Well, I know uh, it looks like uh, Gasu's time is limited with us. Is there any other um, advice that you would have for people or anything else that you want to share about the mode? Um, any comps that you'd like or combos or I just anything like if we give you open mic open mic would be um, you know in terms of team comps I think you were saying you know trying to run like five fire or four fire and like what some dragons I, I think that it's going to cap out at three maybe four mercenaries and an archetype and then like two speed control or a speed control on a sweeper um these games, like Pokemon VGC, where you bring six and pick four, like you always kind of have either like one or two comps you get to choose. You can have like dual modes, you know, maybe open fire one game and then just like a full speed control next game. Um, this is, you know, 3v3 if you're paying seriously. Or just a coin flip on ladder, which is what I like to do in these types of games, is just piss people off and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> make them guess. Um, but I think that's how at least for the near future, things are going to, to work out. I'm really liking the fire comp. I think I'm going to roll with that for a while. I like the Antonitis, Rag, Getta. Having a lot of fun. Um, you know, big shout-outs to 
their friends on the leaderboards. I think mom's still at rank five. Zat's oh, up yeah. there at like rank thirty or something. Um, we got some 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 good players, you know. Standard players better watch out because if the best wild players were to switch over, as the the copy pasta goes, right, you know, right, watch their bags. I kind of <laughs> uh-huh. hope so. I I I agree with you. I love seeing our friends up there. Concerned mom and Zav and Floop Blue Train is on the leaderboard and a bunch of other people. Right, it's like all right, you better watch That's out. Been my favorite part about the leaderboard is scanning it, looking for our wild friends on there. Going, yeah, we could take you, standard players. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been seeing some words around uh, everybody's got to watch out if Nails starts playing it because Nails is uh, I think he's either one or top mats in VGC for Pokemon uh, for the USA so that might be a name to watch out for later on after the Masters Tour slow down a bit Right, right. Um, it's NailsOU on Twitter he's a really good Hearthstone and Pokemon player but I'm, I'm just really excited to see how this plays out I'm going to be grinding here weeks on weeks on weeks on weeks You'll see me on ladder not hitting leaderboards because I'm bad. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll hit like the 200s, you know, 170. That'll be my, my domain. But um, I'm just having fun with this, and I hope you guys are too. Because I'm having a blast. Oh, yeah. The, the PVE and the PV... The PVE for me is the big surprise because I knew I would like the PVP. The PVE has really been... Even the mindless grinding, throw on some Seinfeld. And just... it's. I was going to watch TV yeah. anyways. Like, right? <laughs> It's been, better than me playing Big Priest and watching TV. I swear, I just ha- I need a <laughs> distraction right now. It's just give me give me a distraction. And this has been like the perfect yeah. thing. So uh, yeah, 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 hundred percent. Hard same to all of the above. Distraction and this fits the bill. Right. Yeah, I think there's a long legs for this. Um, I hope they don't get too aggressive fixing all the exploits we find because we're <laughs> gonna find another one. We're gonna do some math and find. You know the the tangent line on where the the XP and the the rate hits perfectly. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> where we fail as a player base is when we find the exploits and we're so quick to share them with the entire world. It's like, no, 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 no. Just keep it with the homies. Like, <laughs> you don't need to tell the whole world on Twitter. Like, <laughs> but there's say it on the podcast. Well, exactly. There, there's always, uh, you know, there's some level of like clout to it, right? Oh, look what I found! I found this thing, uh, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we fixed it, so you can't do that anymore." Uh, well, jokes on you! I already finished doing it. <laughs> I feel bad now for all the players who have not pumped forty hours into this game, who are now gonna have to take it at a much slower rate. But only you know, forty. <laughs> I, I meant you know for <laughs> yeah i don't insert bad joke here but but like i don't know it'll be a, it'll be at a slower pace at the same time i think there is some value in enjoying the process you know people ask like what's the rush I'm like yeah there's there's some i don't know i in my my brain like the internal uh, struggle is like, oh, I'm racing, I'm racing sheep to see who can max out everything first. I'm like, I know sheep is gonna win, but like, yeah. I'm gonna try anyways. <laughs> but it's been fun. It's fun. It's, it's been fun, and and, uh, but yeah, take your time. It's not a rush. It's enjoyable. I will say, uh, what I like about the PV, 
PvE versus the PvP is like how you get the buffs like throughout the campaign and yeah. trying to get the synergies and stuff. It's been fun. It's mm-hmm. been fun. I don't know that there's a lot of replayability to if you're looking for if you're looking for story, you're at the wrong place. Like the story is kind of a joke. <laughs> um, I forgot there was one. Right, right. It's so, uh, I will say the the PvE, I think there's there's room for the longer map. Oh, I think that will probably time. come later. Maybe an endless mode. Something that keeps people... I know a lot of people were disappointed with uh, the Slay the Spire. I, I don't think they officially marketed it as you know Slay the Spire-like. They just kind of said the map was like it. Mm-hmm. But certainly a lot of people got it in their head. And it's, I think it's easily doable with some, uh, some tweaking to, to get something more similar to that experience. I can see that. Yeah. There are a lot of question marks on the map to choose different powers. Make it more dungeon run like. Hey. Well, and that's the beauty of a digital game is that they can continually, you know, morph, upgrade, change, whatever. And we saw that over time with the dungeon runs. And uh if the same developer is working on this, there's definitely potential. So there's a, there's a lot of room to to grow here. I think that they were sort of in a rush to put it out because they had already pushed it back once. And I imagine if I put my dev shoes on for two seconds, I'm not qualified to do that. But, but um, thinking that like all the flack that they got when they canceled the um, in-game tournament mode, you know, they had promised, Oh, we're going to work on this. Ah, we need more time. Oh, we canceled it. And so when they said, Oh, mercenaries coming, it's this cool thing. Oh, we need to push it back. And it was like, well, they kind of got to release it. And so we got it and I think it's great, but clearly there's, uh, some upgrades that can be made along the way, mm-hmm. but I'm happy to have something new to do. I'd much rather them uh, push this out and have to fix some stuff um, than to, you know, keep us waiting. But I would imagine like this is supposed to be one of their premier modes, right? Like it's not, it isn't even in the, the modes tab. It's right on the main page when you open the client mm-hmm. that it's, it, it's going to be something that they are constantly working on in updating. Oh, for and sure. I think this is something that they're putting a lot of effort into, and I have no doubt in my mind that there's going to be more zones to go and farm in not too long, like in the future. I think it's going to be there. I think they're going to be updating this quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Agreed on all counts. Cool. Um, well, I know Gasu's got to uh, get going. Um, so if if there's no other, um, you know super crazy insights that we all want to share. We want to kind of push things along. Do you got to, you would need to go Gasu. I don't want to keep you too. If you want to take off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to head out. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up now. Cause I got to go say hi to my brother, oh. <laughs> but uh, I just, you know, everybody follow me on Twitter. It's G G A H S L O. I will be on discard trolling in the merch discord. Going to be wild. Occasionally um, the burnt cord. Just, you know, I'll be around making jokes, playing the game, and just talking to people and hanging out late nights, um, I guess, grinding forward. Now. Hey, that's, that's <laughs> right. Well, this hey, is the way. Big, big thank you for donating your time to us and hanging out tonight. Really appreciate that. And it's always fun talking to you and hanging out. So, um, yeah. Yes, thank you Absolutely. very much, Kasu. Yeah, I am. I don't know. If, yeah, thank you for hanging out with me, guys. And I don't know if I'll see it live, but I will be eagerly watching this finals, maybe through uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah. So I might not talk to any of you or Jordan. 
uh, until I watch it tomorrow morning. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Good times. Good times. Have All right, my friend. Well, have a good one then. <laughs> uh, thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, soon. Hey, you, Nate, you mentioned the, uh, you said the Forbidden Words tournament mode. Did you see that there was a question? I think it was on Ixar's uh, AMA where someone had brought up tournament mode. Of course, like they always do. And something was mentioned about adding a mode for Battlegrounds to have tournaments within Battlegrounds. And oh, yeah, so they conf- were working on it, right? Yeah, that they were actually working on it and then um, expanding on it, saying that that could lead to it being in the other modes of the game and as well. other modes too, yeah. And other modes, whether that's uh, constructed or it's straight up for mercenaries. Who knows what it's supposed to be for? But I thought that was kind of neat that they had discussed that they are actually actively working on some sort of a tournament mode within Battlegrounds itself. That's cool. You know, the sad, the sad thing really has been, I think, um, like we, uh, I, I don't know. I always hear the term like spaghetti code, right? Is that there's, there's, they fix one thing and then five other things go wrong. And so, um, I, I'm anxious for them to, to kind of fix stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, they'll just keep adding to it, adding to it, adding to it. And yeah, well, I'm definitely uh, here for it. Yeah. I, I think with the addition of Mercs as well, that, that they'll probably end up ironing out a little bit more kind of at this point, just because not that it's getting bloated, but there's just a lot of stuff that, you know, the spaghetti is having to hold together. <laughs> yeah. So spaghetti while cool and long and whatnot, it's not really known for, you know, being tieable, you know, holding stuff together too well. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, belabored metaphor. I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> But just got to add a lot more sauce and meatballs for the glue, right? Hey, there you exactly. go. Exactly. Uh, for everybody listening, if you have, if you're interested in grinding out mercenaries and you have questions, um, ask us through the Discord for sure, because uh, I think we're all fairly active on there, and and um, there's there's a lot to this game. I feel like, especially for those of us who have pumped in like countless hours over the past week and a half or so can probably answer a lot of the questions. Um, and, and the game unfortunately is not super intuitive, you know, in, in some ways it is, in some ways it's not. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you've got questions, please reach out to us and I'm sure we'd be happy to, to answer, especially in the discord or if not us, someone else will. And there yeah. are a lot of really active and really engaged people there. So um, if we can't help out or, you know, aren't there whenever uh, you reach out. Um, someone else almost certainly will be. So great resource that Discord for yeah, sure. Hundred percent. Blue train. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Floop. Who I was thinking of. Uh, so first, but Floop is incredible as well. That guy Floop hit top twenty-five on leaderboard this past week. Wow, uh, <laughs> which has been incredible. Lord Zav is has been like top ten. Like it's incredible. Uh, these are friends of ours, right? It's so great. I, I, it's exciting. Uh, so very You'd cool. Love to see it. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I barely even touched the, the ladder cause I've been trying to grind so much and, uh, Same. <laughs> but it's, but it, it's been equally fun. 
So yeah, I, I will say the the mode is not. Uh, I think I agree with a lot of the streamers uh, early on that said like the mode is super fun to play and not super fun to watch. So streaming it is not super engaging. Uh, streaming ladder is is kind of fun though to see. You know, the str- there's a lot of strategy involved in the PvP aspect of it, but the PvE mm-hmm. grinding is super boring uh, yeah, to watch no anyways. Like, if you're playing, that. it's fine, but but watching someone else, it's like, ah, you don't want to do that. But Well, and, and whenever I'm doing the PvE grind, I'm, like like you said, I'm, it's not that I'm engaged with the PvE grind. I am, but I'm also watching something or listening to something or doing something else while I'm doing that. It's It's not you know, the undivided attention because you can set it down. And then whenever you pick it back up, you're still on your turn. You know, there's no rope or anything like that. So that's, that's, that's really part. helpful. I would yeah, say dinner, you can walk away because like you can pay attention to the stove. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's been great though. Like I I've been doing that, like cooking food or, um, uh, I was at the doctor earlier today. I had to, um, I had to pick up a prescription and give a blood sample and I was playing while I was waiting and they called my number and I was like, Oh, just turn off the screen. doesn't matter. Yeah. It was great. It was great. And not have to worry about like, I'm going to lose this match uh, or have to pay attention or whatever. It's been wonderful to have that flexibility. (laughs) So you're not like, hold on doc. It's my turn. Just a second. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to lose. Like, no, I can't where I would be playing. competitive ranked hearthstone it's like no don't talk don't talk to me i can't uh i I don't want to i don't want to lose my rank and so this has been uh i was talking to my wife last night she's like oh oh are you in the middle of a game i was like no it's cool click turn it off it was uh like i can just go back to later it's wonderful it's wonderful so that is great anyways yeah well we we've got a a match to cast relatively soon i I think i want to switch over to our weekly challenge and talk about that and we kind of have a fun one for this coming week so jumping into it uh the challenge from last week was super fun and i kind of lovingly referring to it as the uh murloc royal flush even though it's probably not the best uh word for it is we were we were talking about trying to get a, a straight right uh the idea was to uh, play Tip the Scales Paladin with Murlocs and try to get seven, uh, to pull seven different cost Murlocs. Uh, as it turns out, that's very difficult to do <laughs> and and heavily RNG dependent. Uh, and also, coincidentally, the person who got the closest was our very own El Tino. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> uh he will be uh the the reigning champion of of the murloc so definitely uh giving him credit for this one um up on the website he uh reached out earlier and said to forego the uh the packs but uh definitely gets the bragging rights the reigning murloc champ here so uh well done and and uh, I'm sure it would be interesting if, if anyone tried to uh, top this in the future. Anyhow, uh, that brings us to this week's challenge. This was brought to us by Goliath the Dwarf over the Discord. Uh, being that we're in late October, we're about to hit Halloween, and we just got these Halloween bundles. Um, this week's 
listener challenge is Halloween themed in some regards. Uh, so here's the idea. Uh, and you don't have to buy these, right, to, to participate. But the idea is to play along with the fairy tale theme here. So you would have to pick one of these four characters. The pirate Garrosh is too easy. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's pirate warrior, no thanks. But but I, we have Robin Hood, Rexar. We've got Frog, Prince, Frog King, uh, Thrall, Prince Charming, Anduin, and Red Riding Hood, Jaina. And the idea is to create the best build like theme deck uh, around one of these fairy tale characters. And so of course that is very open-ended, it's very subjective and uh, will also be very fun for us to be able to see what you come up with. Uh, the idea is to make a deck themed around this character, see how you wanna do it. There's a lot of different ways, but one thing that we will need from you on the submission is definitely the deck list. So a screenshot of the deck list, but also a very brief explanation of how it fits with the theme. Uh, and I would be curious to see what people come up with. So uh, we will see. Uh, again, and it's very- for this one is not required, but is of course always encouraged. Oh yes. It's really creative. I like this. I, I like <laughs> it too. And, and it's always fun to kind of deviate from our like biggest stats minion biggest stats weapon thing um mm -hmm. and so yeah we'll see we'll see and i think uh if if he's willing to do it it would be fun to pull goliath into the judging uh for this one but yeah if if we got uh, a little bit of an explanation bonus points if you want to include a little fanfic that's always fun um <laughs> to 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 tell us how how uh the your deck is themed around this character um, be very great. Anyways, to participate, uh, you would um, take your screenshot, take your explanation or your story, post it in our Discord. There is a channel there called uh, Weekly Challenges. You would post it there. Uh, you have a week to do this, so we need to get it before next week's show. Um, so you've got a, a week from today. Uh, and uh, normally I would say you play games a ladder play games in casual but that you don't have to do at this time it's deck building challenge so uh, build your deck take screenshots to do your explanation post it in the discord um, the easiest way to find the discord is by going to our website which is born to be wildhs.com and click on the find us page there's a direct link to our discord and yeah excited to see what people come up with uh, it'll be kind of fun and and uh, the winner gets two packs on us and of course bragging rights and uh, be immortalized in the hall of fame on our website. So that would be uh, very, very interesting. And we'll see what people come up with. Excitement abounds. Can't wait. Right. Um, yeah. I think that's about it for the show for us. Um, we, like we were saying earlier, we are going to be uh, casting the finals of the born wild listener series right after the show. Um, before we wrap up here, I do want to say a quick thank you to the executive producer of our show, who is Shokunin. Uh, also, a big thank you to our patrons, uh, Disruptor108, Claudette G, Daniel B, uh, Wildcard, RMR, Ben From Work, Turtle Boy, and Number Theory. Thank you all very much for your support. It means, means a lot, and we appreciate you very much. If anybody out there who is watching or listening to the show is interested in supporting us financially, we do have a Patreon. 
uh, at you can get there by going to our website, born to be Click on the find us page. There's a link to our uh, Patreon. Also, if you're somebody who's on Twitch a lot, we do have some really fun and cute emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to us. And uh, yeah. So at this point, I would normally say, Gasu, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part <laughs> of the show. And he had to duck out a little bit early tonight, but uh, he, it was a blast hanging out with him. And uh, of course, you can find him uh, hanging out in the Discord or, or in the streams and um, particularly in the Mercenaries uh, Discord and sometimes in ours as well. And Yeah. Uh, so that's that's absolutely a blast hanging out with him. Um, kind of moving right along. Then, Sheep, where can people find you on the uh, internet? Yeah, so I can be found at Electric Sheep City, where places where that fits, like Twitch, and at eSheep City, places where that doesn't fit, like Twitter. Um, it's been a, a blast hanging out with y'all this evening, and I can't wait to cast our match here pretty quickly. Yeah, so, it's going to be super exciting. Yeah, what about you, Hydra? Where around the internet are you located? You guys can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Hydralisk underscore HS, and you can find me in the Discord with these other fellas, and if you guys are looking to find a good place to see, you know, wild decks, talk wild, or, of course, mercenaries, because we've been talking about that a lot lately, if you, you know, feel like you you want to learn more get caught up i feel like i'm learning more every day talking to these guys it's just it's evolving all the time it's a good place to be where you know you could just take in all this information and have fun while you're doing it so i really highly recommend the discord nate how about you where can people find you yeah yeah definitely i'm very active on twitter uh you can find me there at nate wolf tcg it's n-a-t-e-w-o-l-f-e-t-c-g um and uh, of course, on the Discord, I spend a lot of time there. It's it's a lot of fun, and um, love doing co-ops as well. I haven't played as much normal Hearthstone lately, but I'm always down uh, to do that. I'm really looking forward to the the ladder reset in about a week to to go through and grind some ladder again. I think it'll be fun. Always enjoy co-oping with people if uh, anyone wants to do that. It's, sometimes it's hard finding time, but uh, always always a good time. Um, and then, yeah, lastly, uh, there's, there's quite a bit of stuff up on our website, born to be If you want to go there and check it out, all of our past episodes, there's links to our guests. There is, uh, you know, the video version of the podcast, the audio version, all the listener series info is there, including our past cast highlighted games, um, and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, check it out, peruse. There's all kinds of good things there and yeah. Um, one final note for the show is something that we've been doing recently is just kind of ending the show with some shout outs. And so um, uh, mine is a little bit different this week, but I really wanted to thank Ramon A from Microsoft for saving my computer. I spent about uh, two hours on chat with Microsoft earlier today. I got these stupid windows updates that have been trying to like they've downloaded and they try to install and then they error out and undo all the changes and then reboot. Uh, I've been dealing with this for a week now. Um, and I, I was all stressed out because then the computer started running slow and we've got the show tonight. And I was like, come on. And I uh, was was home earlier today and I reached out on online in the chat and they were able to kind of remote in and fix the stuff. And it took a long time, but it's working great now. And so, yeah, excited, excited. Thank you, Microsoft. Thank you. Ramon A. 
Hyder, what about you? Any shout-outs this week? Yeah, you know, I want to shout out the little community that we've had so far with mercenaries, because without people like, you know, yourself and Sheep and Lord Zav and Gasu and Floop and Blue Train and other people, like, just I feel like I would have no idea what's going on. And I feel like because of, you know, being connected with you guys and uh, being able to chat about this kind of stuff that I've been able to sort of follow along and, you know, just keep up with the Joneses because this thing is evolving (laughs) and it's, it's really fun. And um, yeah, just shout out to everybody that's, you know, been vocal and helping each other out and just like talking our way through this new mode. I think it's been really cool. How about you, Sheep? Uh, Anybody you want to shout out? Yeah, um, I would like to shout out my wife. Um, She has, well, A, she's always awesome. Um, So kind of perennial, um, always implied shout out there, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But especially lately where, um, you know, been kind of dealing with the the health stuff. Um, She's been helping me a lot out with that. Of course, also been, um, since been in kind of like the pain and stuff like that she's been dealing with me being grumpy and been really supportive um, because she's a a kicking rad rock star. Um, And uh, she's been going through um, some kind of like tough stuff at work um, uh, kind of throughout some, some of the stuff too. And, and she's, you know, just awesome and, and kind of dealing with it all uh, with grace and, you know, supporting this crazy sheep. So um, uh, shout outs to my wife, this go around. Very nice, very nice. Well, this is the part of the show that, like, I usually put the guest on the spot to say something funny, and uh, I don't have that tonight. Can someone say something funny to close out the show? Something funny to close out the show. (laughs) Wiser words are never spoken. (laughs) And you heard that on Born to be Wild. Oh, my goodness. All right. You set it up, and he knocked it down. Hey, well, you know. It do be like that sometimes. <laughs> More to be wild.